What's up, you guys? It's Idalis here, and you're listening to Idalis Sex and Answers. All right, you guys, welcome back for the second time. <laughs> Third time, if you really want to count the episode I had literally recorded for you guys last week. I believe it was Thursday, and... I deleted it today. Today is Wednesday, the 26th. And the reason why I deleted it, and it's funny because I was just telling this story, but my mom called and interrupted me. And I think anchor.fm is on like a lag or maybe it's just my phone. But when my mom calls me and I'm not able to pause it and save it, the whole recording keeps recording. And then when I try to stop it, it doesn't let me stop it. So I have no choice but to exit out of Anchor completely. And it deletes everything I just recorded. Granted, it wasn't saved, but that's a pain in the ass. (laughs) And it's never done that to me before. So I'm kind of thinking it's my phone. And, you know, I have a habit of literally picking up my phone immediately when people call and or text me, which I low-key hate that. That's something I got to work on because some of these people don't need my attention all the time. You know, like, eh, I'm too much of a pe- people pleaser. So that's something I'm trying to, like, cut out. Not completely, but cut out more than enough because I've been through some things that being a people pleaser is not, it's not working for me anymore. Anyways, I put my do not disturb on, which is what Anchor tells you to do in advance. So, no more interruptions. You have me for a whole hour and 14 minutes. I don't know how long that's truthfully going to be. But anyways, let's move on. Basically, I want to catch up on to everything I was saying. So, the gist is, I forgot about last Friday. It was literally hours after the fact that I was supposed to upload an episode and I was like fuck I literally just told these people last week that I wasn't going to be late I wasn't going to cancel and here I'm late I forgot I apologize um also side note my mouth is like very watery so if you hear me like whatever the noises I make it's because my mouth is like watering anyways I have a lot to tell you guys a lot a lot a lot also i'm going to be switching some things up i got one question today shout out to you leia for asking me this question um i'm gonna get to that in a bit and i'm gonna and i'm going to talk about last week's episode not even last week anymore but two weeks ago's episode on that heart to heart and what I was going through, what I was feeling, why I said the things I said, and we're just going to get into all that. So basically what I was recording before my mom called me was to tell you guys that last Friday I was supposed to read a Halloween slash scary story for you guys. I wanted to do something different. I heard this trend going around. I haven't seen and or heard too many scary stories being told on podcasts. Um, so I was like, oh, let me do that. Then I had to stop and readjust myself because I was like, wait, I only have one episode coming out every Friday. I can't put out an episode every day and expect everyone to listen every day to a different story. So because last week was what it was and now today's the 26th and Halloween is so much more closer than it was, uh, I have opted out to do that however and the reason why I have opted out honestly is because Halloween does not fall on a Friday or a weekend so I have opted out to do that now I want to say this next week it'll be November I have been contemplating to just give you guys a little nice podcast episode of like a scary story of some sort so I can't even talk now of some sort that you guys can just listen to and enjoy because it's a little bit too late now um I also deleted that 
podcast episode that I was supposed to air last Friday, but I deleted it today because I was like, uh, not only is Friday coming around again, but the story that I was telling was one too long and it had a lot of filler words and a lot of story that maybe needed to go with the story, but personally I felt like didn't need to go to go with the story. There was at least 10 or 13 parts of the story that somebody had the time, time to write out this whole story on Reddit. Now the story, don't know if you heard of it, I never heard of it until last week and uh, I don't really care for it. I mean, if you can find a shorter version, let me know and I might read it next Halloween or randomly if you guys want that. But other than that, I did not like it. It's called The Left and Right Game or Left Right Game. Not sure. It's based off of some state. I think it was Colorado, Nebraska, maybe Arizona. I think it's Arizona for sure. Um, (laughs) Arizona for sure. But the story just had too much filler information that I did not need and or care for. And that podcast episode, granted, probably would have been well over two hours. And it was just too much going on. I wasn't interested. I wasn't intrigued. Not only that, I had to upload a podcast episode for Grow Radio because... I have told you guys, I partnered with Grow Radio a few months back, and I wasn't able to do that for like two, three weeks. I finally got to upload a new episode, which was now old. Um, I believe it's the heart-to-heart one with my listeners that I was able to upload. My face is so dry. Wow. Um... Anyways, so I was able to finally figure it out and I just had to download the Odyssey app or platform, whatever you want to call it, it's on my laptop. And I figured that out the same day I was recording last week's podcast episode that you guys will no longer hear. So I was too busy trying to focus on that and I believe it was the Thursday that I recorded this because Friday, I actually had work Friday. And I was not able to schedule the podcast episode. It's not that I wasn't. It's just I totally forgot about it. Then I was low-key on the fence if I even wanted to release that episode. Because that story was so bad, you guys. I literally stopped. I don't even want to say in the middle of it. I don't think I got to the middle. I skimmed parts of part one. And I got to part two. And then I realized there were other parts and I was like, I'm not doing this. And then the story was just, I felt like somebody was telling me a story of something I needed to know as opposed to wanted to know. And it's kind of crazy because it's a Halloween or it's a scary story allegedly. So I don't know. But I stopped in, in the beginning of that. Like I was letting you guys know like, hey, I'm not, I'm not doing this episode or I'm not doing this story because it's trash. I don't know if you're even going to be interested in it. So I just cut the story wholeheartedly. So with that, I do apologize for not uploading last week. It wasn't my intention, but your girl felt it in her heart and it wasn't the right episode. So you will have a great episode today as you listen to me today. <laughs> Anyways, so long story short, my week... Like, the days just flew by, honestly. So, Monday, Anthony and I pretty much spent the day together. We did something that I quite don't remember. It wasn't that serious, obviously, because I don't remember. But then, Tuesday, I had a interview. I went to that interview for a job. And um, I was there longer than expected. Uh... I kind of hope that she isn't listening to this episode, but if you are listening, hi, welcome. Um, I have been doing good. I hope you're doing good. Uh, Fast forward to Tuesday. Did the interview. Everything was great. Loved the vibes. Cute little place. And I was like, okay, cool. She asked me when I went to come in and trial. I technically should have trialed 
Wednesday with her, but because Anthony was at work and we had a lot of things to do Tuesday as well after the interview, I was just like, nah, I'll give it some time. I'll do it Friday. Friday came, did the trial. Everything was great. Got to meet one other person that works with this lady. And long story short, or a little background story, really, um, I applied for a receptionist position because, as you all know, I have Kindbox disease or had Kindbox disease. And I recently got surgery two months ago. Yeah, two months ago today. Am I correct? No, it's been three months. I always get confused. I'm pretty sure it's just been two months. Um, If you count the day I got surgery and then from today, it's three months, but technically two months. Anyways, so I applied for this receptionist job for a spa and wellness place. And it's kind of funny because it took me a while after that trial day to realize like, oh, wow, I've seen their stuff on Groupon. I've seen, you know, their name, like me and my husband wanted to go here one day and get a massage and like just see what it was about. Hasn't happened yet. So it was kind of weird that I wound up applying and basically getting the opportunity to work with this lady and continue to work with her um, and her business. So I did the interview Tuesday longer than expected. I did trial Friday, which was when I was supposed to upload an episode for you guys. But knowing that Friday was coming around, I didn't know what to label that episode of the scary story I didn't know if I was going even to even to publish it because I wasn't talking about much I wasn't saying anything that people would be interested in and then I completely scrapped the story like pretty much in the middle of the podcast episode so I was just like this is this is all out of whack I mean the scary story is that I'm a podcaster who doesn't finish her stories so I completely wrapped that um, Friday, I didn't have enough time at all to even sit sit to myself and just be like, okay, I have this episode, let me just make up a title, let me just put it in my bio. I wasn't going to do that. So I let it go, and then as the day went on, I obviously forgot. And then Saturday came. And Saturday was my cousin's birthday party. Her birthday was originally the 19th of October and she had a pajama lingerie party so that's what I did that was my week (laughs) that was my weekend Wednesday Thursday I just chilled you know um well Thursday I went to my mom's house I did grow radio I tried to record an episode for you guys to post Friday Friday I had an interview and it it was just much it was a lot and anyways so that's why I didn't upload it I'm terribly terribly sorry but I'm here now um I do want to bring not bring but I do want to say a little backstory on what happened with my interview and the whole trial process uh I'm not saying any names she knows who she is if she has listen to me and continue to listen to me or just listen to this episode. Thank you. Um, no hard feelings whatsoever. Nothing happened that was ridiculous that I need to talk about. Um, first, honestly, that was my first interview. Oh man. I don't even know when's the last time I did an interview. I mean, I did an interview literally that same day (laughs) that I trialed for this lady. I had a Domino's interview by my house and sorry to this girl because I definitely didn't tell her it was a Domino's interview not that she needed to know but I definitely did tell a fib um what was I saying so yeah after the interview well first of all let's start with the interview the interview she was you know we sat down we're getting to talk. She had me, um, you know, try to make a bed and try to lift water and like 
the foot soaker, I guess is what you want to call it. I apologize. Where I live, there's just so much noise. That's just how it's going to be. Like, that beeping noise you hear now, guarantee you does not need to happen. Anyways, so, um, yeah, it was cool. I got to meet her mom, her dad, um, her youngest son. Not really meet him, but I, you know, I got to see him. Um, and she was nice. And she's, I would say she is very, like, she's obviously very motivated, but that's not what I want to say. Like, she's very inspiring. She's very motivating, I guess, in that way to say it. She's just very inspiring, very motivating. And that was her own spa and wellness company. You know, she moved from San Diego to Bethlehem, PA, which is wild. Um, it's funny because me and my husband talk about like people who move from California, any part of California to Pennsylvania. It's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Why? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure a lot of us who live in PA would not mind traveling to California every once in a while or even just living. So did the interview. Everything was great. Left, came back Friday. Friday, I was there from 9.15 to 1 p.m. And I enjoyed it. Like, it wasn't bad. It was a small, cute shop. I think what stopped me from going forward with the job, if I'm being honest, because it's over and done with, and uh, it's unfortunate that I'm still not working currently, but better things will come. And now that I finally went to therapy, which is another thing I want to talk to you guys about, um, I know what my limits are as far as with my doctor and with my therapist. Like, I know what I can and can't do and what they want me to do and what I shouldn't be doing. So it's a lot more clear for me now as far as the jobs that I can do. Um, I kind of wanted to already be working before October even started. But the fact that that didn't happen leaves me a little blech and sad and anxious and nervous because I have a lot going on and I have a lot coming up that I want to do myself and I don't want to have to rely on anybody. So let's take a quick break. I'll get into a little bit more about the trial day and we're going to talk about some other things. Welcome back. I'm burping in the first few seconds. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, I finally got into a more comfortable space where I'm able to talk to you in peace and quiet to some extent. And I'm not holding my phone in an uncomfortable way. So now I can stretch out my arm and whatnot. Anyways, so I did this job for a receptionist. Uh, she was paying... Uh, pretty decent, I would say, especially for people who don't necessarily have receptionist experience. Like I, I don't really have any receptionist experience. I have experience talking to people on the phones and making a sale. So that's kind of similar, but not too much, especially not for a spa and wellness place. Um, my mouth is watery. So... What was I saying? So basically, did the trial Friday. Everything was great. I was there from 9.15 to 1 p.m. She let me go, which was great. Um, They didn't have much to do that day. So I was kind of thankful because the day before, or not the day before, the day after, they were going to have like a full day of work. Um, And I was just like, "Uh, I'm not really down to work tomorrow because I have a party to go to, which... Granted, don't think she was going to have me work Saturday if I would have taken the position. How she would, I obviously would have let her know, like, hey, I already have a prior agreement and I can't work. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I'm just trying to think of what to tell you guys in the sense of that job. So the job was great. Um... I just had to turn it down. I had to turn it down. She was paying enough, but 
here were my, not red flags, but like my deal breaker, deal breaker. (laughs) I'm trying to think of my words. Deal breaker. So the deal breaker was that it was every other week pay. Now, I know what you're going to say. Don't hate on that over or every other week pay because you save more essentially, not even save more, but you make more essentially and it's much more fulfilling and stuff like that. I get that. I have worked a, uh, every other week or every two weeks, whatever they want to say type of job. The only thing is for my current situation, I can't afford to wait every other week to get paid. Uh, it's, it's just not working that's that's not what I need right now. Right now, I need something that's $14 and up. Uh, really, $16 and up. But, you know, I'm not trying to be too petty or entitled or whatever. But $14 and up, 14 is the lowest I'll go. So, the deal breaker was, one, I would get paid every other week. The other deal breaker was that I had to I had to lift a foot soaker and in case people are like what's a foot soaker a foot soaker is literally just a foot soaker they have plastic ones they have hard material ones where they vibrate and you plug in and they light up like that's literally what a foot soaker is like don't think about it too hard. That's just what it is. <laughs> so not only that, she wanted me to fill the water up to a certain point and obviously carry it in and out the room for the clients. And when they were done, obviously take it out and do all that. All the other stuff she had me do was great, simple, easy. I would not have mind doing. But because of my wrist that I only got or I got the surgery two months ago, because of that, I'm still on restrictions for lifting anything heavier than 10 pounds. I, I like, I really shouldn't be lifting 15 pounds. I feel like maybe at this point I can lift 15 pounds, but I really like my doctor was insistent on like nothing heavier between 10 to 15 pounds. Like just don't do it. Um, and honestly, I'm following my doctor's rules. I'm following me. I'm following what they're telling me to do because I don't think people realize when I feel like this could be for any type of surgery, but specifically bone surgeries, like a bone that we can all take out of somebody's body and randomly just crack the shit out of that. We're talking about bones. Okay. (laughs) So, um, basically my doctor, let me know like hey if you fuck up your wrist in any way shape or form before it heals you will have to get surgery again i don't know about you guys but getting an iv stuck in your hand and not being able to work not being able to wash yourself not being able to shave yourself not being able to wash your hair not being able to drive not being able to fucking sleep not being able to do certain things like bone surgeries are super super real and they're super deep like that sounds crazy but it's true like when I got the surgery my doctor literally came in and he said okay so you realize that you're gonna have a real deep bone surgery right and I was like yeah but when he said that to me and I think I talked about this before on a few episodes ago but when he said that to me I was looking around like what do you mean do I know (laughs) that it's a deep bone surgery like one of course I know I've been living with this stuff for a while and we had conversations two why do you have to say it like that like it's a he really said it in a concerning stern way like you know (laughs) this is a deep bone surgery right And I was just like, yeah. And then you have to realize that you use your hands for everything. You might think like, oh, 
if I didn't have an arm or if I didn't have some fingers. No, there's going to be something in your daily life, I guarantee you, where you're going to need all bones, you're going to need all fingers, you're going to need all arms, whatever the case. Now, that's not to say that people who have been born with this or eventually, you know, have to get an arm off or I should say amputated, um, or anything like that. Not to say that you can't relearn life and do all that. I'm not saying that. I already know that's possible. But what I'm saying is certain people just don't seem to understand, like, and it's not just her. I'm not saying this because of the lady I, I, (laughs) I, uh, interviewed with. I'm not saying that because of her. She has nothing to do with this. I'm just getting off side note, but I just wanted to make it clear that bone surgeries are real they're deep and there's nothing I can do like yesterday I had my first therapy appointment and my therapist was like oh my gosh you've been out for 10 weeks and I was like yeah like (laughs) I'm sorry are there other jobs that I don't know about that I could be totally working with one hand like I was taken aback and I was like yeah like they told me I couldn't work for six weeks. Before my six weeks was over, they told me I could work. I just couldn't lift, pull, twist, whatever the other words I'm missing. Like, I couldn't do any of that. And I still can't do any of that. Like, if you guys ever get a family size box of Frosted Flakes from Walmart or anywhere else, specifically Walmart, because if you know what their boxes look like, you understand. Uh... Our box at this point is almost gone, but when it was a little bit under halfway, I was holding the box in my left hand only, you guys. Now, I had a grip on the box, but the box obviously weighed down my hand, and had I not been quick or even just thought to myself, like, hey, grab the box, it definitely would have, like, slipped out of my hand. So, like, I can't even lift the box. I finally held, like, a small black bag yesterday with, like, aluminum foil in it. And some Pop-Tarts that were already opened. And it wasn't that heavy, so I couldn't do that. And honestly, my fingers aren't affected. So, as far as like with pain or the surgery. So, my fingers are okay. But once I get to the pressure on the hand and the wrist, that's when we have a problem. Anyways, back on topic. So, I interviewed for this girl. Did the trial. She had me do the foot soaker. Um, which we had to do. Now, I do want to say this, ma'am, if you are listening. I have a method for your madness. And before I get into that, let me tell you what was a low-key turnoff about the position as well. Um, those are really just my two flaws. Or not my two flaws, my two deal breakers. But then... When I say that to myself, I always remember the third deal breaker. The third deal breaker was, yeah, I'm getting paid good for every other week. But then I'm working at least Tuesday through Saturday, which is fine. Sure, it's full time. But it's not set hours. Like, I could literally probably go in Tuesday, be there for like five hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, Friday when I trialed for her, like, I don't know if she set it up that way or that's just how it worked out. But what what I was doing and the amount of appointments they had and being there from 9 to 1. Like, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't like that. And, like, looking at the other schedule and stuff... Or not the other schedule, but, like, the future dates and stuff. You can tell it's just, like, on and off. Like... One therapist might be there five hours. One therapist might be there just three hours. And it's like, I'm sorry, but you're not getting paid enough (laughs) to work three to five hours and get paid bi-weekly. Like, you know. And I get it. If you need the money, you're going to do any fucking thing. And granted, I need the money, so I should have done fucking anything. Um, But another, well, that part of that deal breaker was the foot soaker and I'm not able to lift the foot soaker and not only that I realized when I was doing the foot soaker that day my wrist wasn't in that moment like when I would go to do it it wasn't hurting in that moment but once I like 
dumped out the stuff and continued on with my day. Like, my wrist definitely, like, I don't want to say it got stiff, because it didn't get stiff. But that next, the other word that's like stiff, but it's not stiff. I keep forgetting the word. Like, not even hardened. It's swelled or swelled or something. I don't know. But it felt tight regardless in the wrist area. Um, so I can't, I couldn't even do that job. Honestly, I'm so sorry for that woman. (laughs) I feel like I wasted your time, definitely wasted my time. Um, but I definitely wanted to try it out. I've never been to a spa. Um, I already told her like, Hey, I'll be back to support you, whether that's get a massage or buy something, things like I'll definitely be back. Like there was no issues between her whatsoever. I hope there's no issues now between us whatsoever, even though I didn't take the job. But, um, truthfully, I just needed something that's not going to rely on my wrist just yet because I don't, I know personally that I don't have the time, obviously the patience, but I don't have the time to sit around for another 10 weeks if something bad were to happen to my wrist. Like, I just don't have that luxury and... Like, I haven't been working for two months now already, going on three months. So, I kind of miss working. I don't miss working for somebody else, but I miss working just to have my own money. I've been telling my husband that. Like, just to have your own money and fucking go to Waffle House by yourself or go to fucking Five Guys every once in a while or once in a blue moon because they're so fucking expensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain things I want to do by myself or just as a couple, and I want to be able to pay for it. Like, that's just that. Um, I did mention uh, that I did have a interview after that trial. I definitely did. They wanted me to come in earlier, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to have time. I'm going to be doing a trial run. Um, so I just did an interview with Domino's near my house for a delivery driver. They said that they were paying 16 an hour to, I believe it was 22 an hour or 20 an hour, something like that. But I didn't think that, hello, Domino's is just corporate, but it's really just another DoorDash. And when I got there, he was just like, yeah, so you're going to be making $8 an hour. We're only paying you, I think he said it was 44 cents a mile. Excuse me. He said it was only 44 cents a mile. And then plus, you know, the tips or the commission that you would make via credit card or whatever he said. That's not enough. (laughs) I'm not going to be wasting my gas money, my car parts on a job that's only $8. Sorry, but that's a no-go. And then I would have to work in all types of weather. That's a no-go. Um, I don't want to sound entitled or petty or lazy. I definitely can be lazy. I am a lazy girl. But when it comes to jobs, I'm very, very, very picky. When it comes to jobs that pertain to driving, I don't mind doing. Uh, if it's in, if I'm being honest, because I was in two car accidents pretty much within a span of each other in different seasons it terrifies me to even drive. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, in the winter time, more so the winter time, uh, because my first accident, I don't want to say it wasn't in the winter time. I think it was. It just, there was no snow at this time. And then the following year, there literally was snow and ice and hills and all that nonsense. So I think that's where my anxiety comes from and my traumatic knowledge of like, oh, it's it's winter. <laughs> Don't drive. So like I couldn't do Amazon in the winter. I couldn't do as far as the delivery drivers. I couldn't do, you know, UPS or FedEx because if I'm driving in the winter, I'm not I'm not going to make it. Like even if I swerve, that's not my fault. But you swerve I'm just, I'm literally, I get so anxious and I get so panicky that I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't want to drive. Like, I almost want to put my hands up and be like, look, who can I call to come fucking drive my car and take me home? 
take me where I gotta go because your girl is scared to drive you guys like in the snow you know what I'm saying like if I had to like I know when I actually go back to work and Anthony can't take me to work and I gotta take myself I'm going to do it absolutely I'm just gonna have to take my time I'm not gonna let that fully stop making me drive because I know somebody who got into one they've been in multiple accidents but they got into one bad accident where they just don't drive anymore I'm not trying to be that person shout out to that person they can really cook their ass off (laughs) you know what I'm saying they're a great father whatever stuff but no (laughs) not me I have to have to drive so I just you know I just take it easy and that's all I can do So, long story short, I did not take this receptionist job with this lady. Um, That was another thing I was thinking about as well, is low-key, like in the far back of my mind, because it's not snowing yet, but in the far back of my mind, I was just like, hey, I'm not too far from this lady, so I know I should be fine, but like, I am going to have to get on the highway to drive to her, and I'm not really cool with driving on the highway in the snow. Mind you, none of my accidents happened on a highway, so it doesn't make sense. But I get accidents have more, or highways have more accidents, so I'm not down with that. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about therapy. We're going to talk about this question that I received from Leah, and we're going to go from there. Okay, welcome back. So, fun fact, like I said earlier, I was supposed to announce uh, a Halloween story slash scary story last week. In last week's episode, did not turn out that way. This week's episode, you're clearly not getting another scary story. But I have been contemplating whether or not I'll actually post a... Halloween or scary story of some sort the week next so let me check my calendar I believe that's November 4th it is okay November 4th I was thinking about I know we're in a new month by then and it's time for real fall stuff to come out and Thanksgiving is gonna be here in like four weeks um not four weeks from today but you get the gist (laughs) um So, I was thinking, like, hey, maybe I should just do something different and do a whole podcast segment or show, really, of something that's scary, Halloween-ish, just to get you guys out of the mood, low-key, of Halloween time. I know we all love Halloween, so um, I'm still thinking about that. Stay tuned, honestly, because I'm pretty sure I will do that. Um, Therapy. I started therapy yesterday for the first time she had me do some light exercises I honestly haven't done any exercises today shame on me but I have to do at least four five at least six exercises three to five times a day and I have to hold each pose and stuff for 10 seconds and or two to three seconds, some bull crap like that. Or not to do it ten times, hold it two to three seconds, and it has to be three to, three to five times a day. Haven't done anything of that sort yet, so shame on me. But, yeah, therapy was great. They gave me my own little card that I can check into. I don't have to talk to nobody unless need be. But um, they gave me this nice, not really nice, but they gave me this cute little blue card with my name on it. And I just scan to check in and go immediately to where I got to go to do therapy. So I'm super excited about that. I'll be healed this time next year, which is great. Um, realistically, though, what I was looking up and I tried telling Anthony today, this morning, I was like, look, it's not that I can't do things with my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't turn down that job because I didn't want it. I would have loved to keep that job. 
but with my wrist preventing me, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Just like I told Anthony this, I told my mom this, I told my grand this, I told my cousin this. I'm not fucking up my hand, arm, wrist for anything or for anybody. I'm, I'm happy my insurance paid for everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the kind of insurance I have, who's to say... I'm pretty sure they probably would have, but with my luck, who's to say that they would have been like, oh, you just had this surgery, so now we're going to only pay half of it. Now we're only going to pay less than half of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the funds to pay out of pocket for anything, whether that's a copay, um, surgery, whatever the case, you know, get it while it's hot. That's why I did that. Um, and I'm taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let anyone try to put me in a position where I can't say no, or I need to do this, this, that, and third. No, I'm not doing that. Um, it's very unfortunate because I do want a job and I low-key do need a job because with things are going on. I, I'm so lucky to have my husband uh, be taking care of things right now and stuff like that. But we had this conversation and I feel so bad. And he tries to tell me like, yeah, babe, like just heal. And when your time is right, like just get back up on your horse. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let your mental health get to you and stop you from working. Cause before my surgery, I had left caregiving to find a whole new job. Like I was just done with it. I didn't work until four months after that because I got into a depression, dark phase that I've, haven't been in since I was a child not even a child teenager honestly so it was kind of scary I didn't know what to do I couldn't talk to anybody including my husband let me know if you want that story time and um basically me and him talked about it so much that I feel bad that I can't help him with certain things and it's gotten to Like, my emotions have gotten to a point where, like, I'll start to get really emotional. My eyes will get teary. My voice, I don't want to say it'll crack, but, like, it'll crack in the sense of, like, you can tell I'm about to cry. And I try not to get so emotional, and I try not to even think about it in that way. But I, like, I got into the point where I tell my husband, like, look, I'm going to cry now just thinking about it. Oh, goodness. I try to tell my husband now, like, look, <laughs> don't worry. Like, I'm just in a bad spot right now Whew, with my wrist and everything. But, like, once I'm healed, like, I'm good. I'm going to be on it. I'm going to find a job. Like, I'm going to help you. Because let's be real, he does need help. And I'm his wife, and I'm supposed to be helping. So, not only does it get to me, with just not being able to keep up on things myself and have to wait for him and stuff like that like uh it's a whole story time and I guess I can branch into that with the next thing I want to talk about which is if you don't follow me on Instagram yet you definitely should at idalis weems yeah I had to think about that real quick about what I was talking about at Idalis Weems is my Instagram. If you don't follow me yet, you definitely should. Make sure you message me as soon as you follow me, because if you don't, I'm going to assume that you're a scammer or a faker of some sort. Um, you you have to have to let me know. Um, for whatever reason, I don't think anybody else gets as many scam followers and all that nonsense but me. So please just let me know that like, hey, I listen to this episode. I listen to you all the time. I'm following you and please let me know because I don't want to see you follow me and then I block you because I think you're going to be a creep. <laughs> like, it's not my intention to just, oh, I got to follow. Let me block them. Like, that's not my intention. Um, <sighs> trying to come back to myself. Anyways, um, yes, follow me. But Instagram, I recently put up a post about... Basically, I wanted to get some questions. So I put up an Instagram story that basically read, what are some topics you want me to talk about for this Friday? Uh, This girl that I went to school with, which I kind of spilled a little tea (laughs) about her. Um, And 
not last week's episode because I didn't do last week, but the week before that, um, I kind of mentioned her a little bit, but she had, um, it's so funny because I went to my Instagram when I took a screenshot. Okay, so I asked like, okay, so what do you want me to talk about for next Friday? And it's not popping up. Okay. I said, what are, you, what are some topics you want me to talk about for this Friday? She didn't really give me a topic, but she did give me a question, which I appreciated. So we're going to talk about that now. Sorry, I'm just making all this noise. My husband put a big ass, <laughs> he put a big ass family dollar, or what is it? Family dollar bag, like plastic bag in our small trash. And I'm like, why is this bag so big? Anyways, let's move on. Her question was, what's one thing you didn't expect to happen now that you're married? Ooh, girl. Great question. Um, Like I said, I absolutely love this question. Um, I kind of don't know where to start, if I'm being honest, because I never really thought about it. I never really had this question uh, pop up. So what's one thing you didn't expect to happen now that you're married? Hmm. Okay. If I'm being honest, the one thing that I did not expect to happen now that I'm married, I did not expect my mind to shift on how I think. And I don't think married, being married did that for me. I think see, I'm getting trippy now. I think being married, the one thing that I didn't expect is like, it's going to be the same in that aspect. Like, it's not going to change. I think what changed is the label. You know, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend no more. We're not fiancés. You know, I think that's just a label. What I also didn't expect is my sexuality to change. Girl, guy, girls, guys, whoever. I, that's, that's what I'm going to say. I think now that I've processed what I'm talking about, I think one thing that I didn't expect to happen now that I'm married was for my sexuality to change. I, okay, so fun fact, when I was younger, whole lot younger, I don't know where these experiences came from. This is a little, a lot of TMI, but when I was just a young girl, I had been in situations with other young girls where we have experimented with each other. No names are going to be dropped. I only remember a select few names. Some names I cannot and will not name. Uh, don't know if they remember this. They don't listen to me anyways, I don't think. Um, as far as the girls that I remember, they can't really... <laughs> They can't really get far. Anyways, so it's, it's strange that I'm even saying it like this. But I remember being young. And there were other young girls. Not multiple young girls. That sounds crazy. Um, but I think there was like maybe one or two other girls that I've had experiences with. Based off of sexuality. Now, I've never had this conversation with anyone aside from my husband, so I can't tell you what was going on in my little brain at that time that would make me have those experiences with girls. Nothing was ever forced. There were never no adults present when certain situations occurred. They were never hurtful situations. Everyone was always safe. Everyone was always clean. Um, and I'm not telling this to be like, oh my gosh, what happened to you? Like, it's, it's not a bad thing. Like, I promise you. It's just for whatever reason, I have 
certain core memories of those instances. Um, so in a way, I feel like I always knew that I was into girls. Now, growing up, I grew up very... Man, I, I couldn't even tell you how I grew up. I grew up in a loving family, in a loving home. My mom raised me um, pretty much my whole life. And, you know, I had a great childhood. There were... I was an only child until I was like nine. And then my mom had my brother pretty much like nine, ten years later after me. So I was an only child. So I don't want to say I got everything I want, but I definitely did get everything I want. Um, But it was never asked for. Like I did have to explain that to my husband. Like things yeah I was spoiled but those people spoiled me okay that's there's a difference between being an entitled person getting spoiled and being a sweet loving caring child and just so happened to be getting spoiled like I had to explain that to my husband like I'm sure if somebody would have told me what spoiled was when I was younger and told me hey we're going to do this and if anyone tells you you're this just know it's true I probably would have been okay with that. But I had to tell him, like, look, I wasn't spoiled by choice. I, like, it wasn't my choice. It wasn't my decision. I wasn't entitled. I wasn't out here like, oh, my grandfather has to go out every time and he has to get me a teddy bear. No, I was never that entitled. I was my mom's first kid, first daughter, after all her, you know, pregnancy issues she had prior who wouldn't be happy for that you know and my great grand not great grandfather may he rest in peace but my grandfather my mom's father he's still with us today and he's the one that would give me teddy bears all the time whether he was with me whether he hasn't seen me in a month whether he just seen me a week ago and now he's giving me another teddy bear like I've had so many teddy bears where my mom had to hang up my teddy bears in a net or put the teddy bears in a net hang the net up on the wall because I couldn't fit them on my bed so if you want to call that spoiled hey that's spoiled and I'm lucky that my great not my great grandfather I'm thinking of him today clearly but I'm happy that my grandfather thought of me that much to be like hey I'm just gonna get her any type of stuffed bear and she's going to love me for it um there have been other people who have spoiled me but not by choice I have never Never, 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 never in my life have walked up to any grandparent, any aunt, any godmother and said, hey, can you give me $100? Can you give me $20? No, I wasn't entitled. My mom made sure that I wasn't asking people for money. And if, and honestly, I remember being younger and my mom, I know I'm off topic, I'm sorry. I know, I remember being younger and my mom telling me like, hey, if you're great gram offers you a fucking dollar don't take it because you don't it's not like you don't want her money but it's like oh chances are she needs that you know what I'm saying like my mom was basically just preparing me for today's world essentially you know what I'm saying like if you know somebody's going through a hard time you don't ask them to buy you a car you don't ask them to help buy a house like there's just certain things you don't do so I was not spoiled by choice I definitely got what I wanted but not by choice. There were things that, yes, I have asked for when I was younger, but guess what? I didn't get them all the time. You know what I'm saying? So don't put that spoiledness on me. <laughs> I just had to be spoiled. Um, but yeah, back to that amazing question, honestly. Um, I did not expect for my sexuality to change. And I say that because with the whole little girl story and then growing up and stuff... I, I've always been around women, 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 I've always been around women. So I don't think I was into boys until I honestly lost my virginity. So, I mean, I was into boys prior to that, but I don't think I was into them heavily as opposed to after I lost my virginity. 
And before I met my husband, up to meeting my husband, like, I never thought about being with a girl. Never, 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 never. <laughs> never thought about being a girl. I wasn't the homophobic person, like, you know, hey, if you like girls, you like girls. You know, if you don't, you don't. Like, who who am I to judge? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. Um, so up until that, like, I, I wasn't experimenting with my sexuality. Nobody was having these conversations with me. So I was just living my own life. I think... If I'm not even think, if I'm being honest, a year after, not even two years after my husband proposed and we were about to get married is not even just about to get married, but a few months before we got married, I had this click in my head of like, wow, you like girls. And I think it's always just been a thing with me and I've never really spoken out about it or, um, told anybody about it it's personally not their business if you want to know you can ask me but I never I never been with a girl so I never had to think about it I never had to talk about it um nobody's ever made a move on me I've never considered making a move on a girl whatsoever so and that was before I even told my husband like hey I think I'm into girls which he tries to say he low-key knew but I think he low-key now. <laughs> um, and honestly, I think I didn't expect that the most because I thought I was set on like, okay, I'm strictly into dudes. When I get married, he has to be all about me and I want this traditional marriage and stuff like that. And there are some traditional marriage things that I want and that he wants. But we have learned by communicating that you don't have to have a traditional marriage to be happy. You don't have to have a traditional marriage to marry that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can clarify or reiterate some things, I would say marriage, at least to me and my husband, marriage is not something that you should be scared of if you're comfortable with this person marriage is just marriage but now you have to be more open more inclined to communicate more inclined to pay attention uh I was telling my husband this I'm I'm gonna get emotional (laughs) I was telling my husband that I think what made us, like, get to this point and last so long um, and, like, just still honestly want to be married and still want to, like, get married and have kids and do all this other stuff is that I think that's just us communicating. I think that's us continuing to realize I'm getting so emotional. Continuing to realize that marriage, the word marriage or being married doesn't change anything about you. It doesn't change anything about your relationship. What changes is that now you're essentially on lockdown with this person and you have to learn them all over again. And it's a little emotional because... And I'll never forget it. Um, Way before I even met my husband, I heard somebody say, sorry. I heard somebody say, you don't, you don't want to ever stop. Oh God, I can't even get it up. You don't want to stop loving your partner you don't want to stop learning who they are because they're going to change just like you change and a lot of the times it's not something you're going to be able to see or hear them say it's it has to come from you I'm getting so emotional <laughs> 
Um, it has to come from you. It has to come from you. Um, marriage is hard. <laughs> I will say that. I've been married a year. Marriage is hard. And I think it's just hard because of who I am. What I've gone through. All the traumas I've had. All the daddy issues I have. Um, it's hard because you get to... At least for me, I got to a point where, and this, I, I got to a point where I lost my virginity to someone who clearly didn't deserve it. And unfortunately, my decision was bad. I let this guy take it. So it was consent. For sure. I'm not going to downplay that. Um, It was consent for sure. But. The red flag was. Having this person's friend tell me to my face. Oh after tonight you're not going to be a virgin. And he needs to take that. Uh, Being 14 years old. (laughs) Basically talking to someone. Who's around your age group tell you that you kind of just sit there laugh it off I don't know you like you know I'm telling you straight to your face like no that's not gonna happen and then it happens so I definitely regret my first choice for anyone who knows me and know who I don't think you would know who my first sex partner was but if you know who I could be talking about he was definitely a bad choice um I wish him well, though. I hope everything's great, you know? But, like, and I've told myself that ever since it happened. He was definitely not the right choice. Um, And even though there was consent, I just, I don't know, you guys. I I think it was just different for me. I lost my virginity to somebody I didn't want to listen to. And I'm blanking, so I apologize on even bringing that up. But if I remember, I'll come back to it. But thank you, Leia, for that question. Um, yeah, I just didn't expect my sexuality to change. Um, like I said, first boyfriend was not... He was my first boyfriend. People try to tell me that this one guy was my first boyfriend but it's just like yeah I never even met the dude like you guys just put us together because we both wore glasses like he was definitely not my real boyfriend we never kissed we never talked and the only reason why we talked is because some girls tried to lie to him and tell him that I was in class telling people he got me pregnant what is up with elementary school girls I have no idea um but yeah my very first boyfriend he should know who he is uh yeah from that time on to finding my husband like I've never been I don't want to say I've never been interested in girls but I didn't know that I would be interested in girls like there was nothing giving me that vibe there was nothing putting me in that headspace unless not even unless I think what really put it into full gear for me was the Disney era. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Disney from 2007 to 2015, really. Uh, best era ever. Maybe some of 16, 2016. Best era ever. If you don't know, I'm obsessed with Demi Lovato. So Demi Lovato is definitely a girl crush for me, a major girl crush. I think even before Demi Lovato appeared, I had a crush on Adrian Bylone, who is now Adrian Houghton. Um, but I didn't really think of it as a crush or just me being into girls. It was just like, wow, she's really pretty. And like, I wish I could be pretty like her or like something like a little girl would think of. So I've been really into girls, but I, I don't mean to get emotional, but I think that's just... That's what I didn't expect, if I'm being honest. So let me know if you guys want to hear more on marriage and on that story. And 
if you want to hear some other stories, maybe you want to hear me break down and cry a little bit more. Um, I honestly love that question. So I'm going to do more of these, at least try to do more of these. Uh, if you want to ask me a question, my nose is all stuffy now. <laughs> if you wanted to ask me a question, if you wanted to be a part of Idalis Accent Answers, just follow me on Instagram at Idalis Weems. And um, I'll get back to you and we'll talk and we'll chat and we'll figure out um, what other question I can answer. Um, So I want to leave it with that. And I actually want to leave it off with a question. Since I got a real question from somebody. (laughs) Sorry, my husband texted me. I got to call him anyways my question for you guys is what's something you didn't expect when you got married or engaged or started dating or having a baby anything that's new and refreshing or whatever even if it's dark and sad and you want to get dark and sad let me know what is something you didn't expect when?